Hello, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, fellow rain enjoyer. Right now, <clears throat> I I never claim to be enjoying the rain. Oh, um, rain endurer then. Yes, there we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I apologize for assuming your reaction to the rain. <laughs> well, I don't have to go out today, so it's not so bad. Oh, yeah, that's the best. That's the best weather is when you don't have to go out into it, right? Right. That's how I feel about snow. Snow is so pretty. If I don't have to drive in it, it's like the best. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I feel like that about all weather. I'm like, oh, it's nice if I can just stay here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, rain, snow especially. I guess, like, really hot days is not necessarily something you can enjoy from inside. It's not like it makes a difference to your experience, but... Mm. Like you look outside and go, man, sure is hot outside. How nice. <laughs> <laughs> I see kids frying eggs on the pavement. That's yeah, there you go. I guess. Yeah. That... <laughs> wow. That car's tires melted to the pavement while I was at the stoplight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be one way for sure. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Happy podcast day to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Been reading a lot of Tower of God. Uh, yeah, still on that. Yep, I'm up to, let's see, the web URL has title number 95, episode number 374. 374 out of? I don't know. Okay. Where am I in this one? Yada, yada, yada. Yeah, these are long chapters, too. Keep telling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm probably up to 2018 at this point, so I've got three more years of this to go. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lot and i can totally understand why it was turned into an anime there are a lot of fight scenes that are really interesting like just a lot of different fight styles and people learn new skills and stuff and mm-hmm. it doesn't translate super well to the static page a lot of the yeah. time i'm like mm, all right so something exploded <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> I have a hard time understanding what's happening. And I'm not sure if that's the fault of the medium or if it's the fault of the artist. It's not being super clear in what they're trying to depict. Mm, okay. But anyway, I just, I found, at least for, you know, what is, what has been made into an anime so far, I thought the fight scenes were really well done, very clear as what was going on. And what those fight scenes are in the webtoon are not as clear. So I think, I just feel like turning the rest of it into an anime would kind of help clear up some of the, some of what's happening here. But uh-huh. it's a lot. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, if we're saying what the material they use to do one season of the anime... I mean, to the point I'm at, it's probably at least five seasons? Oh. Maybe six? And you've got three more years of content to read. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like a bleach or anything, but it is, it's a lot if they want to, if they want to do that. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of is. So, I don't know. I just, I think the story is great. The characters are compelling. They give us, like, he follows through. He doesn't just tease you with mysteries and then be like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll answer it. Maybe not. Like, he teases stuff. Then he's like, bam, here it is. Here's a character that I introduced that people are afraid of and like, I'll let you stew on that for a while. And then you actually do meet them later and it's nice. 
So yeah, it's good. And Bam's backstory shows up, I mean, three years after the thing starts. So that is kind of a delayed reveal for sure. But we kind of everything immediately. Right, right, right. So anyway, it's yeah, I'm just enjoying it. I thought I'd be through it by now, but it is honestly so much. <laughs> just so much to get through. Uh, but I'm having a good time with it. So that's what I've been blasting through recently. How about you? You've been rewatching Friends again? <laughs> no, I finished Friends and then I moved on mm. to How I Met Your Mother and I finished that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So, and then. <laughs> I'm just real quick. I'm just curious. Uh, how many times have you been through How I Met Your Mother? Uh, at least three. Okay. How does your recent rewatch stack up? Does it improve your um, appreciation of the series or is it less? Um, I would say it improves it, but it's definitely hitting diminishing returns. Interesting. Okay. Like, like I'm noticing all the things again. And I'm like, okay, nothing's really popping with me anymore. And hmm. like YouTube's doing a thing where it's like, hey, you watched How I Met Your Mother recently. Yeah. Uh, would you like to see all these videos about it? And I'm <laughs> like, sure, I'll try one. And it's like, here's 10 things you definitely missed on season nine and that you would have had to rewatch it twice to pick up on. And I'm like, I, I know that. I know that. I know that. And you're like, I saw that. that's, yep. that's mm -hmm. me. Yep. That, yeah. that, that was pretty obvious, I feel. That was okay. <laughs> like, Really not trying their YouTube video creators. No, they're not. No. But I mean, at the same time, maybe their target uh, demographic are people who just watched it once, maybe skipped some episodes and like they were on their phone during half the episodes. <laughs> so maybe for them, it's like, oh, this is new information. Thank you, YouTube. Mm, sure. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's theoretical. That's, that's uh, the people that they're trying to get. Because like, mm -hmm. I don't know, is How I Met Your Mother something you like give your full attention to when you're watching? Um, no, but I don't give my full attention to anything. Oh, really? Very rarely. Like, if I'm in a movie theater, I'm, I'm like, I'm not going to pull out my phone and, like, check Twitter. Uh, so right. when I'm there for, you know, decorum's sake, I'll give it my full attention. But if I'm watching it on a subsequent re repeat, like, no. Yeah. I mean, so that's just a decorum thing. That's not a... I'm giving the movie my full attention because I think it needs it. You're just giving it your full attention because society requires it. <laughs> yeah, but the end result is the same. Sure. <laughs> like, I still sure, give sure. it my full attention. If I'm restricted, I will give it my attention. Um, okay. Yeah, I won't. But, I mean, this is the problem but, with three monitors. I can put my movie on one and I've got Reddit and <laughs> Discord open on the other two. Like, there's no... I mean, I can close them, but then I just have monitors staring at me being like, use me. Use me. Google so there are, a, there are a few things that I find I have to give my full attention to or I miss stuff. Uh-huh. Like Mindhunter, the Netflix series about serial killer like sure. methodology, yeah. right? That was something. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was something where I would find myself, I would pull up on my phone and browse through Reddit while it's on and then be like, wait. I missed something very cool. Hold on. I have to rewind a bunch. I was like, all right, you win show. <laughs> you're, mm -hmm. you're doing enough stuff here where I feel like I need to have the full attention. So that earned my full attention. Um, also stuff with subtitles. Sub yeah. 100%. <laughs> subtitles make it a little harder to look, look away. Cause I'm like, Oh, I pick up the word Sunday. I'm like, okay. Um, 
So Sunday, any Sunday. Okay, so they're telling me about where they live. I know that much. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and like read the subtitles because I don't know the original word because it's a fantasy setting, and the mm. word is made up. Um, yeah, stuff with subtitles typically get more attention, and if I feel compelled to like look away at something, I'll pause it for that. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. That is exactly the method you have to use. So yes. Anyway, good, good. <clears throat> So how about your mother? And then, sorry, I went off on a huge tangent. You were going to say something else. Um, shit, what else have I been watching? <laughs> I just finished watching all three John Wick movies. Oh, nice. That is worth a rewatch, I think. The third one's too long. Mm, okay. Just way too long. The first one's like an hour and 40 minutes. The second one's like an hour, uh, two and a half hours. And it's just... Yeah, the first oh. one is really nice and tight and just mm-hmm. bam 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 go through we're done yeah the third one <laughs> what i remember most about it is that john wick is immortal so that's mm-hmm. nice it's true because holy crap should he be dead mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i don't know maybe they'll introduce i've always gotten kind of a supernatural vibe out of this out of the series right it's not quite playing our world straight uh yeah i don't know the, the, okay so in chapter two there's the scene where john gets excommunicado and he's in like grand central station or something in new york and yeah. winston who's the proprietor of the continental hotel yes. he gets everyone in the park to pause and look at him all at once right and it's like okay it could just be that he has leverage over so many people in the city that they'll do whatever he wants but i don't know that's that feels like some kind of level of supernatural control. Right. And then in the third one, there's these like ninja guys who can like disappear on a whim and like turn up behind you. And it's like, okay, yeah. they could just be moving really, really fast. But they're in like the train station and there's a row of kids walking between John Wick and this guy. And then there's a guy who appears behind the other guy and then disappears while the kids are still walking and appears behind John Wick. It's like, how did you break the chain of these school children all like body system holding hands walking in a massive conga line? Um, right. So yeah. that's it, right? That's there is a super certain supernatural element that exists within that world. Certainly possible. Yeah. So maybe John Wick does have supernatural powers of some kind because he should be dead if he's a regular human. Maybe. I, I think my headcanon is that this is what neo is doing once he plugs himself back into the matrix (laughs) (laughs) he becomes an assassin settles down someone kills his dog and he's Mm -hmm. back in it yeah yeah i could see that yeah (laughs) that's it explains all the massive kung fu knowledge uh, oh yeah how good he is with guns right dodging bullets yeah and like lawrence fishburne's there it all makes sense that's not lawrence fishburne yeah it is who? Lawrence Fishburne's in both uh, The Matrix <gasps> and I f- John Wick. I forgot he was in the John Wick. He's the homeless dude. He's the homeless yeah. prophet guy. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. the homeless king. King, that's what he is. The I forgot. You're right. He is there. Yeah. Totally. It is totally. So that's what the new Matrix movie is. It's just John Wick. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. They're like, come <laughs> see the new John Wick movie. And then it shows The Matrix. <laughs> or no, so it's just John Wick. Sorry. It's just John Wick. The yeah. first one, everyone's like, well, "This is." I mean, this is great, but like, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Well, think about it. The, uh, the last John Wick movie ends on like a, and we'll be back next time, right? In John Wick Four, yeah. 
and then now it's the Matrix Four coming out. I don't know. I think they might be the same movie. The Fours. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I like this theory. It's not going to happen, but it's a good one. <laughs> no, of course not. It's. I mean, honestly, the John Wick movies are probably better than what the new Matrix movie is going to be. Would be my guess. Yeah, you know. Likely. Um, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I have some level of hope for the new Matrix. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, I just... I mean, the problem with 2 and 3 is it gets bogged down in a ton of expositional dialogue. Mm-hmm. And the CGI isn't as, like, good. It's a little too obvious, a lot of what's going on in 2 and 3. It does not hold up. No. So I think if they can avoid those mistakes, if they can avoid huge expositional dumps that are confusing mm-hmm. and bad CGI, mm-hmm. and maybe get the same dudes who've been doing the fight choreography for John Wick to come over and do their Matrix stuff. Maybe. It could be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see. When is that again? I have no idea. It could already yeah. be out and I don't know. It is not. Uh, December 22nd. So coming up. Oh, yeah. Nice little Christmas film, you know, Matrix, Christmas. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Right up there with um, Die Hard. Spider-Man and Die Hard. <laughs> Spider-Man's also Christmas. Yes, that's true. Spider-Man No Way Home is December 17th. Next year for Matrix. Oh, my gosh. Why does everyone hate you so much? January 1st. Oh, well, it's not <laughs> terrible. No. It sucks still, though. It's like nine days. It's going to be okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think No Way Home is probably the most amped, most hyped movie event of the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. But Matrix is up there. I think there are a lot of people excited about that one. Sure, yeah. I mean, Spider-Man at the moment is going through, like hype fever on twitter at the very least because yeah. leaks and posters yeah. and uh all sorts of well, stuff going on well and the fact that they haven't they've been really secretive about what this is <laughs> right uh i don't think they've been any more secretive than any of the other movies um it's a good point they don't like to give stuff away and vincey's gonna be there like that's just kind of stuff that I don't remember hearing in the other Marvel films. No one's like, uh, yeah, but that's because the, like there isn't a like a Sony Iron Man, right? Like to draw from. Spider Man is just lucky because they've got two other serial attempts at making Spider Man movies to pull from. Right, that's true. Yeah, but I would say that there's always been like. The, uh, like theory crafting about who the villain's gonna be, who's gonna be playing the villain, what's that gonna be like? Will we see Thanos, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. I feel like there's been maybe uh, playing havoc with the the internet outside <laughs> with the bits. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, what were we talking about? Spider Man? Oh, Thanos. Yeah. I don't. Okay, I don't watch trailers. I'm a bad person to make this claim, but. Was there really no hint of Thanos in the Infinity War trailers? Uh, I'm no, they watch one right no, now. No, there was, there was. I'm okay. talking about. I'm talking about the other movies, right? Okay. Right, uh, like there was tons of theory crafting going on behind, like what's going on in Endgame, right? Like people didn't know the title of the movie, and they released that really weird picture of uh, I think it was like one of the Russo brothers sitting on a chair, being like, "Here's the title of the movie," and like. Uh, 
if you connected the dots <laughs> with the shadows and the ladder and like a stage light it spelled out endgame but only if you like squint real hard and then like um you know drink a load of cough medicine beforehand um, that's true i'm i'm i guess i'm not saying there's never been any kind of crazy theory crafting about other films i just feel like it's reached a level for no way home that i haven't seen in other marvel films sure yeah and i think that's entirely because it's like oh it's sony and marvel like really actually coming together and letting their previous franchise attempts at this like work together in a interesting way right and because of how much marvel has worked on the mcu's worked on introducing multiverse theory over the last few tv shows and stuff mm-hmm. even the last so. spider-man movie yeah, exactly. If it was just a joke. Uh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> yeah. Do so. Okay. Mm. So he used the truth about multiverse to f- trick everyone, but the truth multiverse does exist. Yeah, he did made he a- know that. Uh, that's the question. Did Mysterio know that, or did he just make something up? Like we're told, he just he guessed correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what? Yeah, somebody had to. Yeah, that's that's a thing in The Good Place. There's a dude who got high on, who, like, took LSD and, like, nailed everything that was real about the afterlife. (laughs) And then there's a dude in Good Omens. No, uh, a she in Good Omens, a witch, who, who accurately prophesies about the end of the world. Okay. But nobody believes her, but like all the gods are like, man, she nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she's just one of 800 billion people who've tried this in the history of the world, you know? Right. Anyway, it's just a funny thing. So yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe uh, our bad guy Mysterio accidentally accurately predicted what was happening with the multiverse. Mm-hmm. I like that theory, actually. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> Uh, all right uh what else is going on oh so every once in a while youtube's like hey you want to watch something about cyberpunk and i'm like yeah fine (laughs) i can watch somebody rant about it for another 10 minutes i don't see why not and this one is somebody found npcs with daily routines oh yeah so uh, this is the only place in the whole game but out in the desert there's a little like trailer park Mm-hmm. So, you know, out in the desert, there's that whole, like, industrial park area with rows and rows of, like, weird greenhouse things. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it's out in there, but there's a little trailer park where there's, like, 20 people who have daily routines. Hmm. They sleep, they eat, they buy things from vendors. They There's these graves that they go and mourn at every morning. Huh. Like, it's the only place. Everybody else is just on a boring loop every, you know, 40 well, seconds. Mm-hmm. But these guys, the guys actually have daily routines. <laughs> it's just, it's... <laughs> so they had this grand plan to give everybody a daily routine, and they made a big fuss about it, and then eventually they figured out it wasn't going to work. <laughs> and they went in and scrubbed everything except for this one little group of dudes in the middle of the desert that they totally forgot about i just i like that concept it's interesting that's great yeah they left in a little um like proof of concept like yeah. they use They're that like... to show their boss like look it technically can work ignore <laughs> ignore the man behind the screen like <laughs> well that makes yeah. me wonder if they got it to work it's just mm. scale then right it's like how long will it take you to implement this with all eight thousand npcs in the game and they're like uh 
mm-hmm. six months. Like we don't have six months. We're shipping next week. <laughs> Scrap yeah, like it. it. Or it might be that they found out that the physical space in the city isn't large enough to hold a thousand NPCs. Like, oh, we have so many NPCs walking around that if we were to give them all a daily routine, it, like people would find that people are going to the same grave to mourn, but like dozens of people right because one of the things that they did <laughs> emphasize was like look at all these people here in night city and it's like well you can only have so many like what's a vending machine that has infinite cans of drink because you have 600 people all buying from it every day right like there just isn't enough physical real estate to spread out that much daily routines and not have it still feel yeah i super guess generic. so but but i always felt like most of like most of your day as an NPC is taken up sleeping and like working, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, most of your dudes for sixteen hours of the day are in one place, it can't be that hard, right? I mean, Night City, a famously uh, hev- heavily unemployed population of people who mostly <laughs> run in street gangs, yeah. Um, <laughs> not well, exactly going to the office and punching nine to five, you know. Well, okay, what percentage of people in Night City are running in street gangs? It seems oh, like it's pretty high. <laughs> yeah. But if they're not, right. they're, they're corpos, right? Like, and sure, yeah. someone's got to like answer the phones and do the paperwork. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. We don't see them anyway. And still, for the people that we do see, it's a lot of people. Yeah, it is. I don't know. I I feel like it's possible. Maybe another development studio can pull it off one day. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Limitations of our technology. Just can't do it. Maybe not today, but maybe one day. Before we're dead. <laughs> That'd be nice. It'd be real nice. Maybe, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been playing uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. a bunch yeah and it's i so i played it originally back in 04 on the mm-hmm. xbox Joe. and it's amazing how far we've come with game limitations okay so kotor is like hey you're a jedi you get to travel to all these planets it's going to be awesome you're like sweet and each planet has like 10 total quests <laughs> and 12 people who will have a conversation with you. And the area you can move around is like a city block in <laughs> cyberpunk. <laughs> right. So they're like, here's Tatooine. Here's a small town. You can go out into the desert. And then if you move more than like 50 feet in any direction, it's like, well, if you go out there, you'll get lost. Turn back. It's like, <laughs> ah, I see. <laughs> so I, I see what's happening here. I can look out into the dune sea and say, not today. Yeah. Well, there's like three places you can go in the desert. There's a giant sand crawler and there's a sand people enclave you can go visit. And there's a cave. The end. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. So they did their best. They're like, look, we really can't do much with the limitations of technology. And this has to be on console too. And so we're going to give you a bunch of planets to go to. And maybe you won't notice there's not a lot to do at each of these planets because you're going to different planets. Isn't that cool? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of like Mass Effect 1 where it's like 
oh yeah. okay you've landed at the citadel here's like the three streets you can walk down you know <laughs> exactly. yeah this <laughs> massive space station it's the pride of everything mm -hmm. and it's like you can visit two two stores <laughs> <laughs> and an embassy yeah you can visit the embassy the presidium <laughs> where you can talk to a hologram um or you can head down to like the Sh the shakuris ward or something where you can visit a strip club that's about it yeah exactly <laughs> so they're trying they're trying to give you a big expansive galaxy spanning adventure but mm. there's just there's, there's only so much they can do yeah 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 yeah, it's just yeah, it's amazing how far we've come. I mean, cyberpunk for as disappointing as it is in a lot of ways, it's pretty incredible in other ways. Like for scale, sure. For the lack of loading screens when you're outside, like going, yeah. you can go from one edge of the map to the other without touching a loading screen. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, just there are improvements. Sure. That's all. The but end. I mean, <laughs> there are other games that have had big maps without loading screens before. That's, like, that's true. That's not wholly new to Cyberpunk. No. Red Dead Redemption 2, actually. That's another one. Sure. GTA 5. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Fuel was a racing game, open world racing game, which boasts like a giant map. Uh, like if you were to start at the bottom left-hand corner and try to get to the top right-hand corner, it's like a four-hour drive. Uh, which is mostly a, an issue of obstacles and like terrain management, but still a, a big map. It's like a hundred kilometers square or something. Gotcha. Yeah. And that came out. How long ago was that? Yeah. 2008, I think. Okay. So very impressive then. Yeah. Cutting edge stuff. But I mean, it was a racing yeah. game. Like it wasn't much else happening on the map. Right. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. KOTOR is like, Loading like there's, <laughs> you went to another part of this hundred square foot city loading screen. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad, uh, but fun and it's kind of nice too because it makes it feel like it's not going to take me a hundred hours to clear this thing. So that's nice. Oh, I uh, bite sized. Vastly misunderrepresented the size of the map. Uh, it oh. came out two thousand and nine and is five thousand five hundred and sixty square miles. Or 1,440 square kilometers. Dang. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, that is huge. GG. Yep. Hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, I started going to the gym again for the first time in like three years, so that's been great for my legs. They're going to fall oh, off yeah. my body. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, really loving me right now. I go to get up from my desk, and my legs are like, "What are you doing? You're we're resting. It's gonna hurt to try to walk." Because like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I've been watching Clone Wars on mm -hmm. Disney Plus. The last, the newest couple of seasons. Okay. And the reason I like Clone Wars is because it's usually pretty action packed. And my brain, if there's a lot of stuff happening on the screen, my brain's like, "Ooh, stuff." And I forget that I'm running. But if it's a show that has a lot of talking, then my brain's like, boring. What are we doing? Oh, we're running. No. <laughs> so I choose Clone Wars because there's battles all the time. Uh -huh. But the first two episodes of the season are like, there's a secret plot involving the clones. Mm -hmm. And this one clone went crazy and tried to kill a Jedi. And I'm like, I know where this is going. 
what is all this subterfuge and investigation happening for something that I know what the answer is? So bad. I'm going to have to start skipping episodes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know what, like, why would they do this? Why would they be like, here's a big mystery. Everybody watching knows what it is. You've all seen episode three already. <laughs> but let me take you through the process of people trying to uncover the secret. You know they're going to fail or you know they're going to get killed by the emperor before they uh, reveal it to everybody else because this is a huge secret. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. there's just no suspense at all. And it's driving me crazy. <laughs> so, oh, you poor Come on, writers, figure it out. Well, but the characters don't know, and that's why it's this because <laughs> you care so much about the characters. Man, they try. The Clone Wars try so hard to be like each of the clones has a different personality, and they give each other nicknames, and they don't see themselves as clones. They see themselves as fully realized human beings. But I'm like, you all look the same and sound the same, <laughs> and you don't have any preferences because you're in the military. You can't be like, I want to be an accountant or I'm interested in basketball because you're just fighting all the time. There's no room to give them any kind of individuality. And it drives me crazy. Mm. Yeah. But they are very insistent at being like the clones see themselves as people. Mm-hmm. Treat each mm-hmm. other as people, even if no one else does. And it's like, look, man, I get it. I do. But you're not doing the work. <laughs> all right. So, yeah. Ugh. Not recommending Clone Wars season no. six. No, okay. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, yeah. I've been playing a game called Crystar. Crystar, never heard of that one. It is a JRPG. Ah, excellent. Hey, um, what's up, Bucky? Oh hi. Um, it is. Ooh, that's the way to say it. A game about murdering children and making teenage girls cry. <laughs> Holy smokes! <laughs> Um, that, uh... that is yep. te- a technically accurate description. Um, you play as uh, Ray, who has been dragged into the underworld, uh, or purgatory, I should say, and you get forced into a contract with some demons because you have the power to be an executor, whatever that means. Um, and so they have you go around c- killing revenants, which uh, they then later reveal are the souls of like people who are just trying to make their way through purgatory and reach reincarnation. Um, so when you kill marked and named enemies, you'll get like unlocks in your diary about who these people were. And it's like, oh, you just killed a kid who when he died, he was playing hide and seek with his friends. And one of them suggested he hides in like an old refrigerator. And mm-hmm. yeah, it turns out his body wasn't found for a couple of years and you just murdered his soul again. <laughs> classic move yeah um and so then when you get out of purgatory you have to make your main character cry to forget the emotional trauma that she's just been through and that's how you unlock gear and weapons and stuff that's Uh, not how getting over emotional (laughs) trauma works (laughs) close enough she cries about it moves on it's fine Hmm. switch between four playable characters yeah uncover each one of their past to see the sorrows they have endured wow dark yeah so they're all pretty upset yeah uh combat's a little eh it's a jrpg it's not gonna have amazing combat sure could oh okay (laughs) what do you want about this person says i played this for 45 minutes had to get a refund the graphics are great but the gameplay and the animations are the worst 
Um, the animations aren't bad. Gameplay is take it or leave it. Like, hmm. some I, I can totally understand some people not liking it, but yeah, it's fine. And I mean, it's a JRPG. It's story, largely story driven. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't like the gameplay. Go watch a YouTube vlog. It's fine. There, I mean, there's a bunch of people that do like it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got mostly positive reviews. Yeah, great story, great visuals, good OST. Mm, Haven't found any bugs. Have you found any bugs? Uh, I don't think so. Nice. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, well, that's what I've been playing. Cool, cool. Mm. You gonna finish it? Ah, uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. Give it a whirl. Nice. Yep. Although I'm, I'm thinking I might just stop checking the diary because it's like, oh. Here's a girl who was like a genius, but her parents couldn't afford to send her to a proper school. And then all the other kids ignored her. And so one day she hung herself in the classroom. I'm like, God damn it, video game. Could you not? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is this? And then they give you like really well animated um, uh, like videos showing you that as well. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> Could you? <laughs> Pulling out all the heartstrings. It's like deliberately totally. upsetting, but it works somehow. Emotionally manipulative. Pretty powerful. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Hmm. So Eternals came out in the movie theaters. Oh, yeah. I've heard literally nothing. Yeah. Had a better opening weekend in the box office than Dune did, which is actually pretty impressive. Although yeah. the MCU has more like momentum behind it than Dune does at this point. So Right. I'm thinking about it. That makes more sense. Mm-hmm. A bunch of people probably went to see it solely because it was an MCU movie and that was it. Probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Audiences gave Eternals the worst reviews of any Marvel movie, uh, Marvel Studio movie. Critics did. Uh, audiences, it says on this. And? This oh. show. Yeah. Hang on. I, I know the critics score was like, oh yeah, look. Critics, 46. Audience, 80%. Huh. So it's weird because usually how these things work is critics love it, audience it's love it. flipped. Yeah, yeah. Uh, critics love it. So here's the thing: there's a lot of diversity in this film. There's a same-sex relationship, right? Mm-hmm. There's all this stuff that the traditionally right-wing everything new is bad, and <laughs> your sexual orientation doesn't count. People mm-hmm. they will review bomb stuff like this, and then the critics will love it for the representation. Sure. But it's the opposite here, and I don't know what happened. Well, the critics just don't think it's a great movie, and the audience are praising it for that. And we got rid of all the people who review bomb this stuff because it has diversity, and like, there's a female character who's playing the lead. You know what I mean? Right, well, all of those people got turned off at the last uh, Marvel movie, like Endgame, it had like a gay character in it. In like the support group played by one of the Russo brothers. I'm like, oh, oh well, that's, that's the way Marvel right. leans. And I, we're just not going to watch the movie anymore. They just left. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe you're right. Yeah. That's... Anywho, I, here's the thing. Even people that like it are all mm-hmm. pretty much in agreement that they're trying to fit too many characters in mm-hmm. and too many storylines. Sure. And some of the characters don't have anything to do. And some of the storylines go nowhere. And the end, it has a major villain problem, like a lot of MCU movies do, where it's like, the bad guy is entirely forgettable. 
there's just there's CGI monster dogs you got to fight, and it's just like this is these are some of the major problems <laughs> that the <laughs> MCU has had over the years, and why are they back? I thought we were doing better with this. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Even the people that liked it liked it in spite of these things, and the people that didn't like it didn't like it for these reasons. So. Yeah, it is it's just a total mess. It reminds me of like if the Russo brothers, if the MCU had tried to do Infinity War without having any of the Avengers movies first, or Captain America, or you know, right. Thor, and you just like had to introduce Captain America and introduce Thor and then mm-hmm. like and spend all this time on their backstories and flashbacks and then also try to do a movie, it's impossible. Yeah. Like so. you needed the audience to have some level of shorthand in Infinity War to know who these people were, and they did all that work over the previous ten years. Mm-hmm. Eternals just tried to shortcut it, and it's just like, mm, no, yeah. Let this be a lesson to you, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, it's making a ton of money for COVID times, and the audience score is great. So oh. go figure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they won't learn any lessons at all. <laughs> <laughs> We can do this every time. We'll just introduce 10 new characters in every film. Right. Also, we'll just... yeah. <sighs> so Jon Snow and uh oh. Kit Harrington. Rob Stark. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't remember Rob so the... okay. Yeah, so Richard Madden and Kit Harrington, the the two actors, they're in the film. Okay. Yeah. And there's a couple moments where the the movie's just like, hey. <laughs> remember game of thrones <laughs> and like we're trying to forget it please yeah uh, yeah exactly it well there's just a scene where they meet each other the characters in the film do mm-hmm. and it's just your brain just immediately goes oh man it's john Snow and rob stark actually meeting again which mm-hmm. they never got we to did. do in the show yeah because yeah. rob went south and got murdered uh yeah 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 so it's just it's a little bit of a nice a little bit of a nice thing. Anyway, there's just so many characters. There's just a bunch of stuff like that. Like Angelina Jolie is in this movie. Sama Hayek's in this movie. Like mm-hmm. massive world famous movie stars, and they just don't have a lot to do. It's so <laughs> weird. Anyway, Eternals not really recommended. Some people like it. I'm not saying it's the worst movie ever, but have you seen it? Uh, no, I've seen some reviews and I've talked to a lot of people about it, Okay, okay. but I can't bring myself to go see it. Fair enough. Cause again, even the people that give it the thumbs up are like, but that's <laughs> never a good sign. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the, but's always the problem. Yeah. Like if there is, there's a movie that people just wholeheartedly enjoy and there are no buts, then okay. That's something. That's going to get uh, my attention, but mm-hmm. Eternals does not do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else is happening in the world today? StarCraft is happening. StarCraft is happening. Did you see that uh, Team Liquid map contest in DreamHack? Um... <laughs> yes. <laughs> so... That was the greatest. Yeah, I saw your clip in the Discord. That was the greatest thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Scarlet and who was the other person? Was it Cure? Cure. Mm-hmm. Cure. Load into I should hardwire the map. And yeah. After a few moments, Scarlet requests a pause and just is like, the map's broken. <laughs> and, it's like three seconds. Yeah. yeah. And sure enough, 
she's like her hatchery is not anywhere close to location like it's misplaced by i would say at least two queens yeah it's really far away from the minerals i mean mm-hmm. not like off the screen but it's no. noticeably bad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's just do they not just run the maps past a professional or two before well, they put it into a tournament that's the weird thing that they're using the team liquid map contest versions yeah. of the map all what they did to resolve this was they reloaded the game with the latter edition version and it was fine oh why'd they do the team liquid map co- the tlmc version anyway that's dumb i have no idea but that's okay. what they were using for all of the games yeah, that was that just sounds like a mistake. We shouldn't do that. The reason the ladder edition is a ladder edition is because someone's looked over it and made sure it's good for a ladder. Good think, but no. No, but this one was the Team Liquid Mac contest version. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. No, they're not going to do that. Can we use the? Team oh, 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 version? yeah. They're not going. They sh- yeah. they just I don't. Who's running this? Honestly, ESL Pro Tour. ESL mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, so Scarlet gets out of her group. Looking pretty good, actually. Finishes in first place. Yeah. Takes Something down Cure. Takes down a... Trap 2-0. Good heavens, Scarlet. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. And T-Ball manages to get out of the game. <laughs> get out of the group. Uh, and dead last. Not winning a single map. Rough stuff, T-Ball. Yeah. I think he we al- talked about this when we were looking <laughs> yeah. at the group. He almost took a game off Trap. Nice. There was a point where he had 16 army supply to trap zero. Whoa. And still uh-huh. lost. <laughs> I mean, it's trap, so he I kind of like, get it, but how? He managed to fake out that he was not expanding and did like a one base blink stalker all in. And so he was able to get out stalkers, a little proxy pylon, a gateway, and really start applying pressure. But then, you know, trap did trap things. And microed his stalkers encounter and then eventually got up some uh shield batteries and people just stuck around too long like he sat there fighting stalkers and probes in shield battery overcharge kind of threw it he fought in overcharge yeah yeah oh t-ball buddy yeah Yeah. all right fair enough rip yep good on you for almost taking a game off trap Horseshoes and hand grenades. All right. So group B is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Clem, Zest, Neeb, and Cyan. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Clem and Zest, unless Neeb does a Scarlet, just like <laughs> NA powers his way to first place in that group. Mm, doubt. <laughs> yeah. But he that's the thing. He's capable. He always... The thing about Neeb, he doesn't underperform because he it's not that he can't. Mm-hmm. It, it's just that he doesn't. It's very strange. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Clemens Zest. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rogue Dark Special Marine Lord. Mm-hmm. Rogue Dark. Pretty, yeah, pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. But Marine Lord's TPZ against Koreans has never been super hot. No. And then Serral Maru, nice and Showtime. Mm-hmm. Do you think Showtime's uh, got it in him? He can, I mean, he can beat nice and he can, I think he can win a series against Serral. Really? His PVZ is really good right now. 
especially yeah. against the European Zergs, especially against Rainer and Saro. Right. I think you can do it. Yeah. Let's have a look at what um, the Legolak thinks. Okay. So these are what? Best of threes. And it's showtime. Uh, oh, that's not how you spell showtime. There we go. And Saral. Uh, let's see. 75.9% chance that Sarah will take him. Okay. Yeah, that's what I recommend. Fair enough. Yeah. We'll see. That's why they play the games, because we don't know what's going to happen. It's true. It's true. No idea. None. Mm-hmm. Blah. Yes. Yes, yes. There was something else I was going to talk about here. What is it? Where is it? Mm -hmm. I think I had a tab. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> nope. Nothing. Nothing. I have a kid's story, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, my middle child, who had the whole diabetes scare, mm -hmm. uh, he missed the announcement in class of when it was time to do the actual data collection for your science fair project. Okay. And then it was fall break the next week, so he didn't go into school. And then he gets back to school and his teacher's like, all right, it's due. And he's like, what? <laughs> so he's all freaking out about that. And so I emailed his teacher and she was very nice. She's like, I understand Caleb's been through a lot recently and he's a great student. We'll give him some extra time on this. And so it was fine. Okay. So then yesterday I go pick him up from his mom's after school and he's like, the presentation's tomorrow. I didn't know. And I'm like, all right, look. <laughs> <laughs> we can't look the first time there was adequate reasoning as to why you forgot about this this time what is going on so yeah so we had to buy the big poster board thing and we had to do a bunch of printing and organize his data collection and get everything all ready to go mm -hmm. in one night instead of you know spending a couple days on it because right. he didn't know it was due today oh just I'm, like uh, i'm sure i'm sure he this is that. It says karmic payback, because this is how I did every school project I was ever assigned in my entire life. It was very <laughs> much night before. So the universe is like, well, night you before. did this to your parents. Day of, come on. Day of, morning of. <laughs> well, no, I, I, I would argue with the teacher that, oh, no, no, no. This project is due on the 25th, not the 25th first period, right? I have until the end of the day to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, entirely uh something you can try i don't know i think know, it worked any like kids twice to this. Yeah. there you go yeah. yeah twice is pretty good that's more than i would have expected actually mm. i think twice <laughs> is enough <laughs> i usually did them <laughs> in advance i usually had things finished in on time that's good you were responsible more or less yeah no that's nice glad to hear it mm -hmm. yeah Oh, you heard anything about this whole Kyle Rittenhouse trial that's going on? No. So two interesting things about it. Uh, one, it's being live broadcast. 
Okay. Like on the internet, they just have like, cameras in the courtroom and they're just like, here it is, which I don't know. I've ever seen them do that. At least not for a super high profile, big interest case, which this um, is. Didn't they do that for the, the last guy who was being made a Supreme Court judge? Um, Kevin. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh. Yeah. They had like his uh, yeah. hearings and stuff for live. Yes, but that's government process, which is just on C-SPAN all day, all the time anyway. Uh, that's okay. very normal. Okay. This is criminal court proceedings being mm -hmm. broadcast on the internet, which is, okay. again, seems fairly new to me. So long story short, the 17-year-old kid, Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, there's going to be a Black Lives Matter protest mm -hmm. uh, in, oh my gosh, in Wisconsin, I think. And he lives the next state over, but... I don't know, like 50 miles across the border. Right. So it's... Nobody knows the true motivation for this, but he decides to take an AK-47 with him mm -hmm. and go across the border and be in town during this Black Lives Matter protest. Mm -hmm. So important fact number one, he's 17, legally cannot carry an AK-47 <laughs> no. uh, at all. So mm -hmm. he was breaking the law that way. He shows up, and what happens in the first couple hours of his experience in this town is not known. There are no witnesses. He hasn't said anything about it. But mm -hmm. there's this video that comes up where he's being chased by a group of protesters, like mm -hmm. eight or nine people just running after him, right? Mm -hmm. So he trips and falls and turns, and this dude with a skateboard like cracks him with it. And then he shoots and kills this guy with his gun, right? Okay. So, and this is all on video. Like, that's what made, I think that's what made this such a huge story is this happened and there's video of it happening. Mm -hmm. So then, anyway, so a bunch of other stuff happens. He ends up shooting another guy in the arm. Um, so this all goes to trial and it's now months and months later and this is happening. Right. Yeah. So anyway, bottom line here is I, so the video evidence is pretty clear that he's in his rights to defend himself legally uh, from these attacks. Firearm. Yes. Right. Because that's, the law doesn't say you're illegally holding this weapon. You can't defend your life with it. Right. Right. So he's going to get busted for illegally possessing a firearm. Yes. Mm -hmm. But he's also being charged with the murder of these, uh, Two people. These two people, right? Yeah. But yeah, the video evidence is very much, he's running. He's not approaching anyone. He's not shooting at anyone. He is trying to get out of the situation. And then only when it becomes clear his life is being threatened is he shooting. And mm -hmm. so I figured, okay, so based on the video evidence, it's pretty obvious that legally he's within his rights. There must be other stuff. Maybe he was involved in a really bad shooting earlier that night. Like maybe mm -hmm. he did shoot an unarmed person who was no threat to him. And that's why these people were chasing him down. Right. And then it'd be like, okay, so he's a threat. He's a threat to society at this point. Um, people trying to take him down. I understand that. Mm -hmm. But none of that happened. Like <laughs> none of this happened. I mean, uh, the court case is entirely about all we care about is this video evidence we have of him running for his life. We don't know why we're not interested in talking about that. It's like, I want to know what happened. 
anyway, that's what's been going on. Okay. I mean, I'm reading the Wikipedia page here, and mm. um, from the looks of it, the man had a, an illegal firearm, which is yes. a Smith & Wesson MP, M- MNP-15, not an AK, but that's right, right. minor detail. Um, <clears throat> so he travels interstate, even if it is only 15 miles, to a Black mm. Lives Matter protest. Uh, like, for, I, I don't know why he felt the need to take a gun, but especially one that's not concealable, like this is a rifle. It's not. Right. <laughs> Can't tuck this into your waistband. Right. Like if he intended to bring it for his own personal defense, that's one thing. But um, if you're putting on a show with it, that's something else. Um, yeah. So the, the two sides here. So the right wing audience is going to see this and say he was there to defend businesses that were being burned as part of this protest, right? Mm-hmm. So he was there to help the good salt of the earth Americans defend their car dealership, <laughs> right? From these mean old Black Lives Matter protesters. Yeah. And it went bad. And then the left-wing argument is he was there hoping to be able to shoot someone, right? He wanted to kill somebody that night. And it's like, I don't know. I can't read his mind. He's not testifying even the prosecution isn't trying to get into his mindset. Mm. So you can look at this either way you want, but nobody, I don't think anybody knows the truth about this kid of what his intent was. Mm. Rittenhouse said he was there to provide medical aid and was carrying a med kit. That too. <laughs> but a lot of people said that. Like one of the dudes he shot and didn't die, he was also carrying a medical kit and there to provide medical aid. So like, <laughs> I all right, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. And the poor prosecution, I, they just have the toughest, toughest job. So they put a they put the guy on the stand, the one who got shot and survived, mm-hmm. and the def- defense is like, all right, look. Walk us through this. What happened? You know, tell us your perspective of the whole thing. And eventually it gets to the point where they say, okay, so you advanced on Rittenhouse. You walked towards him, pulled out your gun and pointed at, at him. And then he shot you. And the witness is like, yes, that's what happened. And they're like, all right. <laughs> the pretty clear cut. <laughs> Like, why are we here? And the prosecution attorney is just like face palming. It's just, okay, look, man, I get it. I get you're disappointed about the result of this testimony, but what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> I, I don't know what they're trying to do. It just seems like a kind of a waste of time. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But again, if they had some witness earlier in the night who's like, yeah, this kid was just taking random shots into the crowd. And we were chasing him to disarm him and like keep him from killing more people. Two thumbs up. Let's prosecute him. Let's talk about that. But there's nothing. There's absolutely nothing about that. It's driving me crazy. So yeah, it's a total mess. It is a total mess of a situation. Everybody, I think, pretty much has their mind made up as to, you know, whether they think he's guilty of murder or not. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's just also being live broadcast is something that is giving a lot of people more interest in this than I think random other cases necessarily would Mm. sure yeah so that's been going on fair enough 
Mm-hmm. And how? Sorry, I'm just like skimming over reading? The, the Wikipedia page. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that's 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 something that's happening. Hmm. It's interesting, anyway. <sighs> and my my personal opinion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's fair. That's fair enough. <sighs> All right, cool. Well, anything else we need to cover, or is that pretty much it for us this week? Uh, I think that's about it. All right, very good. Well, thanks, everybody, for... Oh, actually, Aki just clipped something. Yeah, clipped something a little while ago. Can't call the victims victims in court. Uh, yes, uh, that's the same. That's the same case. There is. Okay, just <laughs> just to give balance to this discussion, because I'm talking about something where I feel like the shooter is innocent. There's another case in Georgia where this guy, this black man was out jogging. And these white dudes in a pickup assume he's casing houses to rob them, chase him down, accost him and shoot him dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, this is a clear-cut example of straight-up murder. There is nothing to talk about here. There's no defense. I have no idea what the defense attorneys are even going to try to say here because the dudes are they're straight up about this. They're like, we thought he was a burglar. We ch- we chased him down. We accosted him. He attacked us, and we killed him. It's like, was he armed? Nope. Neat, guys. I cannot believe you're very as upfront about this story as you are. How dumb are you? <laughs> yeah, so that's terrible. So I hope those guys go to prison forever. Yeah. Less interesting case, but terrible. Mm-hmm. Equally terrible. Yeah, for sure. All right. I think we're done here. Nice. All right. That's going to be it from us. Thanks for hanging out. This has been Falcon Paladin Somicron with another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. You can check us out at twitch.tv slash Somicron. Uh, we are streaming live. I mean, this is another daylight savings time thing, but at 9 p.m. Eastern in the U.S. and noon? Yeah, 1 p.m. Dang it. 1 p.m. in Australia. Yeah. So close. Also, so feel close. free to check out the merch at falconpaladin.store. You can support the podcast directly by going to patreon.com slash somicron. So until next week, Tuesdays, stay safe and stay healthy. And above all, take care of yourself. Bye. Goodbye.